0: welcome to another episode of the local podcast podcast about all things local brought to you by the wiregrass local and bar media um episode 167 everybody uh welcome back to the local podcast i'm sitting here today with beth ford from the saliba center (laughs) And the Mix and Business Center, and yes. all sorts of different centers and
1: yeah, we are a things. lot of centers within a center. Yeah, you
0: got tons <laughs> of programs going on down there. Um, we, uh, when the local originally started, mm-hmm. we signed up through the Mix and Business Center to be a virtual tenant. Yes, and so when we were broke and didn't really have a cash flow to operate with, it was a great way to get some legs under our business and like kind of legitimize like, Hey, we're, you don't have to mail your checks to like a personal address. Like now it's actually, there's a suite number and everything.
1: Yeah. That is a, one of the big things about mixing business that I'll talk about. And you know, one of the benefits is not only do you have a legitimate business address that comes to us, but also people don't know where your home is. So they don't come to your home looking to say something to you. They just know that you know they can send something or come by i guess leave a message if they wanted to with us and the business will get it so it is a it's a good way to uh, legitimize and also keep you safe
0: for (laughs) sure like with um like i'm real weird about having boxes Mm -hmm. shipped to the house because for whatever reason i just assume that like if you throw that box out by the side of the road you're just advertising like what you could come steal and so, yes. like, I'm a yeah. very big fan of dumpsters and like separation between business owner and home. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have clients stop by the house periodically because I just become friends with everybody. But to we start out with, like, I, if I don't know you, like, you're coming up here. That's why we're here today. No, I'm just yeah, kidding.
1: I know. I don't well, trust you at know, all. That's I'm fine. <laughs> that's fine. But you know, when I, when I show up at your house later, I know your wife will let me in. Well, so yeah, it'll that's be fine. okay. So. That's
0: different. Yeah. <laughs> we go way back um so what's up with the saliba center y'all got a ton of stuff happening over there
1: we do uh you know i actually worked in another nonprofit for oh gosh 13 years mm-hmm. before um i did a little stint at troy and then came over to the alfred saliba family services center and i worked for that long with an, a nonprofit and still didn't know everything the saliba center does sure I mean, it has been around for over 25 years Mm -hmm. and has so many different programs under one roof. And we're just trying to spread the word about all the different programs and kind of share, you know, if you're in need of something, chances are we know... how to get it for you. If it's not through us, you know, we can refer you somewhere uh, because that's what the Sleeva center, when it first started out, its mission was to help the people and families in Houston County. And that's still the mission today.
0: Yeah. That's a, I mean, who can't get behind that mission? Like yeah, we're all here in this like same geographic mm-hmm. location at the same time. And like, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, for me, it almost seems purposeful. Like I've never been in a situation where I couldn't, find the help I needed for the issue that I was trying to solve Mm -hmm. and I think that's very much I won't say divine intervention but I think it's very much like just being cognizant of like what other people's roles are in their life and in Mm -hmm. their work and being able to cross reference I also have a weird brain situation where like (laughs) all I do and it's it's not like for any real reason like but I'm very much a networker. Yes. And so, like, I know if you need just about anything. I'm almost like Red from Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the guy that knows how to get you something. Like, whatever it is. Like, if it's if it's rebar at 2.30 in the morning, yeah. I got you. Or if it's, like, we, we we're working on a parade float last, well, for the parade for 2020. And uh, it was legit, like, 1.30 in the morning. And we needed some steel. And obviously, nobody's open. But...
1: When you know, if you call the Saliva Center at 1:30 in the morning, you're not going to get anybody and we might not be able to help you get still. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's one of the things you know, these days everyone thinks, okay, if you need help, you can call 211. 211 is going to get you where you where you need to go. Yeah. But chances are if you call the Saliva Center, we're going to get you where you need to go too. I mean, the the 211 and all kinds of other agencies refer mm-hmm. over. Um Cause there's just, like I said, there's so many programs available yeah. and you know, especially when you work and have worked with nonprofits as long as I have, and you're still learning about all the options out there, um, for anyone, no matter the age, yeah. um, you're, you're going to be able to get an answer mm-hmm. over at the Sleva center.
0: And it's cool too. Cause like what you guys really do is kind of polish up. The wiregrass. You like mm-hmm. help the wiregrass be better. We did in a lot of ways.
1: You know when Saliba Center first came out, it's the Alfred Saliba Family Services Center, and mm-hmm. at the time, um, Mayor Alfred Saliba was looking for ways to help citizens in Dothan City and Houston County, mm-hmm. and he actually went to Florida and and met and and talked and and discussed with Family Services Center there what they did and how they did it. And he actually came back to Dothan and spearheaded this whole thing. And our center is the first one in the state of Alabama. That's awesome. So we're the first one. We are what the other models are set against. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll call and talk with um, our executive director because she's been with the agency, um, gosh, almost as long as it's been – open and you know they'll frame their their agency after ours because you know we've set the mold and and the standard in alabama that's awesome so when alfred saliba brought it here he did you know something truly different and unique for the citizens of dothan and it just moved outward throughout the whole state so by his guidance there's more centers all over the state who are doing things just like we are as well
0: yeah the wiregrass is one of the best places to bring ideas back to Mm -hmm. um uh, i wouldn't say it's necessarily stagnant on its own but like most of the movers and shakers in the area Mm -hmm. are very inspired and very actively seeking that inspiration from different places and like it's almost like a mindset to where like what can we do to improve for everybody Mm -hmm. and they just go out, wander around and see the rad <laughs> stuff in the world. And they're like, that would work. Amazingly in Dothan. Like that's what. You know,
1: and you know what's so amazing is when you look like I said it's it's been here over 25 years. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at the timeline, yeah. that was before the big internet, sure. everyone could google everything, yeah. you didn't have Facebook and Instagram. You didn't have all that that networking ability. This is literally somebody who sat around and was like, I'm going to find what I want mm-hmm. and he went out and found it. Yeah. And brought it back to Dothan. Um, it's, it's amazing when you think about, you know, how that happened and now, you know, with the ease of, I mean, we're sitting here talking on a podcast, you know, so when you think about the ease of, of sharing ideas, it's much easier to do now, but from at the time, I mean, it really is amazing what he brought back and, and really got behind and, and made possible.
0: Yeah. I never, the Saliba family has been huge in this area especially since I moved here in 1990 Mm yeah those dudes even down to well we won't say Zach Rogers because he's he's a buddy of mine (laughs) I like to give him grief every now and again no but I mean like the Salibas are not they're not sedentary people when it comes to doing what they feel is the right thing Mm -hmm. and so far I have not seen them invest a whole lot of time in anything that wasn't the right thing
1: you know and in the center is named after him and and there are uh several salibas that are on mm-hmm. the board of directors with our agency who sure. who kind of guide us and make sure that we're living up to um the the image yeah the and vision that the mission that was put before us but a lot of people think that because we're called the alfred saliba family services center
0: that he's there
1: that you know that <laughs> We uh, have unlimited access to funds oh, and, Lord, and all yeah. that. You, you know, a lot of times people say, "Well, you're the Alfred Saliba." Yeah, we're in that name, we're in that in spirit, but our agency, you know, we have to work to find funding for all Absolutely. these programs. So it helps to have such a wonderful name attached to mm-hmm. it, and so many people involved who are determined to make. The center the best it can, um, but it takes a lot of work every day to keep it going.
0: Yeah, and I would ama- imagine with all the programs you guys have, a pretty hefty staff. Like, yeah. I would imagine that. that yeah, staff we actually outrageous. have
1: one of the largest nonprofits in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, we average on any any given month, I guess you could say, um, somewhere between forty five to fifty employees. Woo, and so that's a lot of employees. We have two sites. We actually have our first site, which is the one that most people are familiar with on Lafayette Street, and that's our main site. It's right there um, where the old city school superintendent's offices used to be. Oh, yeah, 500 Ducey Street. Yeah, we're on the... 301 Lafayette. So we're on the end of that. And that's where our our main site was or is. And that's where everything starts because at that site we have our intake office. So everybody who comes through the Saliva Center comes through intake. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they sit down and they talk with you, they find out what services you're in need of, and they try to determine are we going to be able to help you with that? Um, if so, they move you to that department. Mm-hmm. If we're not going to be able to, they do give resources. Okay, we're not going to be able to help you with that. But here's but some places you exactly. can go. Exactly. Because we work with all the nonprofits around here. Um, anything you can think of, we probably have worked with at some point um, to ensure that people who come looking for us get answers. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And being able to work with everybody else. like you, It makes you more prepared for the next person that comes mm-hmm. through. And yeah, just you're just sharpening your tools at that point, yeah,
1: exactly. Because, like I said, you you never really know all the services available till you get in the right in yeah. there in it. Um, and you know, I could have told you when I was working at the my previous job when I was at the Substance Abuse Partnership. I could have told you, yeah, i to leave, but they do this. But I got to tell you, after learning when I started working there. I just knew a fraction.
0: Yeah, you don't know how deep the pool is, so you start <laughs> wading on in there.
1: Yeah, and even to this day, I haven't been there all that long, so I'm still learning. Yeah, everything that they do, or that we do. Well, it makes two of know. us. So, yeah, no, you should come back and visit. I mean, just because the local moved out, don't I mean
0: <laughs> I, I need to. Like that, um, that neighborhood's always been really special to me because I grew up going to the um, Lafayette Street mm-hmm. Methodist Church. And, like, yeah, I would skateboard all through there and always, like, meet what would normally be seen as, like, some weird folks. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm wearing tie-dye and sweatpants to work right now. I can't (laughs) – I feel like that neighborhood influenced me much more than –
1: Comfort is always important. Well, yeah. Yes. But, I mean, that center has – so much to offer um they have like i said the intake and then if you're looking for career services let's say you are struggling and you're having to work two or three jobs Mm -hmm. to make ends meet or you don't know how to write a resume or you don't know how to search for a job or how to interview or if you get that job you don't have the clothes necessary our Career Center can help you with that. That's their job. Yeah. That's what they do. They have um, like 30 computers that people can come in. They can search jobs. They can get the training. They do um, classes with them. They show them how to write that resume. Mm-hmm. They show them how to interview. And they show them how once you get that job, how to keep it. Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, they can get the job. But once they get it, they don't know how to keep it. So they work with them to do that.
0: Is there a... Um Particular age group that you see come through more often than not?
1: We actually see it all. But right now, um, because of COVID, you know, things slowed down. They did not stop. Yeah. um, But they slowed down. And so it's starting to pick back up. And... There's jobs out there, and the Career Center works with a lot of different um, agencies like Personnel Resources Mm -hmm. and everything to make sure that they're aware of what's out there. Um, They're actually working with Wallace to get a welding class, a mobile welding class out there. Um, So they're doing a lot of really cool things to to get great paying jobs to people here that need them.
0: How do you... um, This is getting kind of too specific, maybe, but how do you guys... (laughs) Find job opportunities to present to your or is it just you go straight through services like PR or. Well,
1: they do, but they also contact uh, agencies in town mm-hmm. and work with them to become partners to refer people there. Um, they're working with some of the hospitality groups to refer people there for uh, job openings. Yeah. So so they'll contact people like personal resources, but they'll also contact employers directly and get that partnership going so that we have as many options as possible for the people coming in looking for it. Because when you're having to work two or three jobs and you're barely making ends meet and you have kids and you have this and you have that, it's overwhelming.
0: Yeah, like if you go to one job so you can afford gas to go to your other two jobs, like that's, there's something wrong with that. Like I've had, and this... I'm kind of just a weirdo when it comes to authority, but like, I was always like, I'm gonna make my own way and nobody's ever gonna talk me out of it. And I've been both fortunate and very unfortunate by doing that. Like who decides to go all in on a dying media platform? Like newspapers, let's do it. (laughs) And it's been successful because the way that I do it is not the norm. I feel like, I don't know, when things are awesome it's because they're way different. Mm-hmm. Like if everything's the same, nothing's awesome.
1: Yeah, and that's why they don't just stick with waiting for uh, a job placement agency to call them yeah. and say we have this because they go out and they look for for the options available. They're mm-hmm. you know they're they're doing things. Uh, more than what you would expect. And, you know, some of these people who come in through us, they can't get a job because they don't have a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. And so we have uh, partnered again with Wallace, and like our career designs for youth is specifically for 16 to 24-year-olds who, for whatever reason, didn't complete high school, and they need that GED. And so they work with them to help them get that GED. And then even the older group after the 24, their adult education part – can help them get that so they can find that job because statistics show if as long as you have at least a high school diploma or a ged you're going to make on average about ten thousand dollars more a year sure just with that piece of paper
0: yeah so which i don't want to get into what's wrong with that (laughs) because i don't think i don't know i'm because of my like aversion to authority like i've always i don't know I've always been a huge fan of vocation vocational mm-hmm. programs and, yes. and trade stuff because everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. Every home's gonna have something that needs to be repaired. Whether it's my home, your home, and like the difference is somebody that's gone through vocational training can work on their own stuff, which is saving them money on the back end, but also being able to perform the same service for somebody else for like yes. whatever you name your price at.
1: And, you know, and that's part of when they come in and they get that GED and then, you know, they've already been working with Wallace. So if they want to go into a trade program, it's just kind of a step right into it. Streamline a little bit. This past weekend, my husband was trying to fix our AC unit. He changed out uh, to a digital thermometer. Oh, yeah. And you don't know how close I was to calling Davey Giler and saying, come to my house because you know electrical things and we do not. It's
0: five wires on the back of that thing.
1: Yeah. Well, those wires are weird. And they're it very took tiny. A... Yes. So I was so close to calling Davey because I knew he went to Wallace. He has that electrical background. Mm. And
0: also he's in Bob Woodall's building. So yes. worst case scenario, you can call Bob.
1: <laughs> I called Davey first. Davey would have come for free. Um, Probably. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... Uh, it's, a, it's a, a great way to to further this area because Dothan has so many different industries. Yeah. And if we can get them trained and prepared to move forward, mm-hmm. then it's going to help them and it's going to help these industries. It's, it's win-win for everybody. And then some of the people who come through, come through Work Plus. Now, Work Plus is a little bit different. This program is for non-custodial parents okay. who... Are behind on their child support. Okay, so they help people get the job that, like they do. They work with the career center. They help people train and get educated and get that job they mm-hmm. need, so that they can get up to date with yeah, their child support and help, you know, pay uh, for the expenses of their children. So that's helping the whole family again, for sure. Because you know the it's the children need those resources. Oh yeah, um, children are expensive.
0: I was a the recipient of zero dollars in child support when I was growing up. And like, I don't know that my life would have been, I don't know. I don't know how mm-hmm. much different it would have been or like what I would have been into rather than like riding skateboards by myself. Like yeah, I might've played more team sports because funding would have been more available. But like, I don't know. It's really strange to like at almost 40 years old, look back and be like, what could that have the X amount of dollars a month provided for me that would have changed me? Mm-hmm down at like a a core level
1: and you know it might not have been anything other than you got a pair of shoes when you needed it and didn't have to go beyond that time when they were just about to fall apart Mm -hmm. but your parent whether it's your mother or your father couldn't afford to get those new ones but that extra income every month would allow you to do that oh yeah or you got to have um uh, something more at dinner. Yeah, than you're not just eating everything
0: out of a can. You might yes. have fresher vegetables. You might have fresher meat situation. Yeah. Or yeah.
1: So it's just um, it's a way for people to get back on their feet and help their families. That's awesome. So you know that kind of uh, takes over all at the Lafayette Center. Mm-hmm. All of those programs take place over there. But then if you come over to the other center. Our mix and business center, Mm -hmm. that's where uh, we do have the mix and business center, but we also have our early Head Start program. Yeah. And that's our daycare program for children. And I did not know this, but that program is totally free. Yeah. There's nothing that people pay. They don't pay. uh, You you don't pay for services. You don't have to bring in formula. You don't have to bring in food. You Mm -hmm. don't have to bring in diapers. The only thing you have to bring is a child and an extra pair of clothes. Yeah. And everything else is taken care of at this program. And they are so wonderful with them. They, they educate them so much about what to expect when they move beyond mm-hmm. into the Head Start program mm-hmm. or a different daycare center. And there's a home-based side of this, too, that I didn't know about. And they learn the same things as the Hurley Head Start, but it's parents who would prefer to keep their kid at home. Yeah. So they have instructors and teachers who come, and they bring them um, – different learning materials and and talk to them about how to present it so that their child's getting the same things there as they are inside the early head start Mm -hmm. and you know with COVID a lot of people chose to go the home route route as opposed to the center route Um, so you know it was good they already had that before COVID in place so it just kind of transitioned very you know flawlessly yeah
0: Yeah. Um, it's wild too like as I'm easing my way into being a dad, like,
1: <laughs> there's no way you just jump.
0: <laughs> I mean, kind of. It was one of those things, too, where like everybody's like, if you wait till you're ready, you're never gonna have them. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, and that's yeah. really what it was. Like, my wife and I just uh, not accomplished everything we wanted to accomplish by any means, but mm-hmm. like, I've, I know for a fact I've done a lot in 38 years, like from traveling, like going to Europe for a little bit, like, mm-hmm lived in california for a little while like we i just do what i do interests me without worry kind of which is not the most responsible way to do it but i figure out how to make it work
1: to each their own
0: but now that i'm easing towards fatherhood like just the the awareness of how important The first like five years of development are as Mm -hmm. far as like getting your child socialized, letting your child understand authority, and trying to keep um, keep them enriched and keep them self motivated and actively curious. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you're that age, like that's basically your default setting is curious. Yes. And being able to have your child in somewhere that's going to be a positive influence on them is obviously probably better than put them on a tie out in the yard like I'm planning to do I'm just kidding I would never do that
1: (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of people watching your house now that's fine Uh, you know the thing is they do everything you'd expect but they do inventive things like for Dr. Seuss week I know know Dr. Seuss isn't very popular in some circles right now it's so weird right now yeah I know but I'm a fan of Dr. Seuss Mr. Potato
0: Head got yelled at for something
1: yeah, I've always thought, you know, what does it matter? You can turn Mr. Potato Head into Mrs. Potato Head or whatever. I
0: mean, there's not, but, it's not like that. you got the, you don't, you don't open up the back of Mr. Potato Head and take it, out any genitals that I'm yes, aware of. So yeah,
1: it's just eyelashes or a mustache yeah. and you could put it all together and it could be just a potato head. Yeah. But for Dr. Seuss week, they did a virtual Facebook Parade, Mm -hmm. And they had decorated the hallways, and it looked like something out of a Dr. Seuss book. And all the kids were dressed up, and they were wearing their cat-in-the-hat hats and and coming through the parade. And it was just so much fun for Mm -hmm. them. Um, So they really... Do everything they can to to make it uh, the best experience. Yeah, and it's for up to thirty months. So you know, it's after they finish that, they can move on to Head Start or a different daycare, or if parents you know are choosing to to do a home route, mm-hmm. you know, they've got a good start. Yeah. to go. Um, and the and the classes aren't separated by age they they mix them all up so Mm -hmm. they get used to playing with someone older or someone younger and it gets their uh, awareness of uh, differences in size and everything yeah and it Um,
0: creates the first role models outside of mm -hmm. the house
1: yeah so they really they really do amazing things out there and then we have another kids program this was called, called hippie? hippie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I That was one thing I could have never told you what it was when I was oh, right over there. I, I
0: know, all I know about yeah. the Hippie program is there's turtles with flags on them over there outside the door <laughs> so you don't run anybody <laughs> over.
1: Okay. So Hippie actually stands, and I brought this to make sure I said it correct, Home Instruction for Parents of Preschool Youngsters. All right. So it started out in Houston County, but mm-hmm. it's in six counties oh, now. Awesome. So this is a program that actually moves beyond just Houston County. And it, again, is free. But the difference is parents get the training, and they take all the information. They get packets every week, and they take all this information, and they do it with their children. And Is so, this
0: for children that are not necessarily in a preschool setting, or is that...
1: It's for people. It they're they're usually in their in a home setting. Mm-hmm. The parents are keeping them home. Um, it's two, three, and four year olds. Mm-hmm. So and and it includes everything as well. Um, they'll do some things where you know they're telling them to put shaving cream on a on a. Uh, plate or something yep. they give them the shaving cream all oh, right i mean they really do everything and then they have instructors and they bring out the materials every week and then they'll come back and pick up now before covid they would actually come in and talk with them and show them how to do the lessons mm-hmm. um so a lot of that's done virtually now so you know it's having to change a little bit with covid but it never stopped and they're still doing the instruction and some of the uh, instructors for Hippie were actually in the program. Awesome. And ended needed coming on to, to be a contract worker with them. So they see the importance of the program. And it's just another way to make sure kids are prepared and that parents are finding that way to become teachers. Because what you'll find out real quick, like, is you're your, first, your child's first teacher.
0: Oh, I'm so glad I got a teacher <laughs> wife. <laughs> She's a pre-K teacher too. I know. I'm gonna be on easy street.
1: Yeah. Um, remember, you're gonna be a teacher too.
0: Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I'll teach them how. Like you may matches be the teacher aide,
1: but you know, you're gonna be a teacher too. First,
0: first things first. This is how matches work. <laughs> Here's where all the guns are. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, your wife is gonna have it with you.
0: No, I mean, anybody that's been in the same room with me is, for at least 20 <laughs> minutes knows that unless I'm talking about something that's like super positive or that I'm really, really behind or support, yeah. like I'm just joking around constantly.
1: well, you know, you have to have laughter in it in some point for sure to, to make it through. And, um, and that's one thing that I've noticed about everybody I, I work with is, they find joy in mm-hmm. in the littlest of things and it's it's nice to work with and it's nice to work with a bunch of group of people who believe in your mission but they just enjoy what they do
0: yeah i mean when you look at the impact that the Saliva center has and like just the, all the way down to like just knowing that you're helping somebody better themselves mm-hmm. it's going to like ripple effect into them helping other people being yeah. do better and like what you teach them there doesn't have a limit on as far as where it can go
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's one of the most like inspirational things for me is like you don't know what's being influenced by who and you never know who's like watching you like you're influencing people whether you realize it or not no matter mm-hmm. who you are
1: yeah I can't tell you uh, from all the years I've worked in nonprofit, uh, how many times I'll be out and about, and a kid I taught would come Mm -hmm. up to me and tell me that they, you know, introduced me to their parents or they learned something in the class, or somebody would come by and say how much they appreciated, uh, you know, I used to be with the the Substance Abuse Partnership, so um, I did Dancing with the Stars, the program for that, for several years. So you make such an impact, and you don't ever realize it, and... You know, part of my job now is to help market the programs that we have and make sure that that message is getting out to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, just because you say, well, we've been around forever, it doesn't mean, and I am proof of that, that everyone knows what you do and how you do it. Oh, for
0: sure.
1: Because there's so many people who don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, the last program we have is the one that um, I help manage. Mm-hmm. And that's the one you're familiar with, Mixon Business Center. And it's a small business incubator, and most people are like, yeah, yeah, I get that, but... Y- y- no, know, like,
0: <laughs> you really don't. Like, for me, like, I, I went to... I took a business course through the um, Chamber of Commerce in Montgomery, mm-hmm. and I've got my textbooks from it somewhere in this office, but I... Doubt I can put my hands on them. Um, but it was like entrepreneurial university or something. And it was a program put together by like the University of Colorado. And it was basically a condensed down like business degree mm-hmm. fast track situation. And I drove from Dothan to the chamber in Montgomery every Tuesday and Thursday. Wow. For, I want to say three or four months. And uh, yeah, I was like, what well, uh 21 maybe like working in a skateboard shop like just driving up there trying to figure (laughs) out like how do businesses work because i'm going to need to know that if i'm not going to work for anybody else
1: and that's something at the mix and business center that works really well because we work a lot with the chamber Mm -hmm. and we work a lot with the entrepreneurship council to make sure that people are getting education, yes. that they need to start their business. Because yeah. so many people are like, I have this idea and I want to do it, but I don't know what to do.
0: For sure. And Dothan is, a, I don't mean to speak negatively of our, of our hometown, but creating a business entity in Dothan is not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like none of it's streamlined, none of it's digital. You have to go on this wild goose chase for signatures, like throughout four different buildings. And... Then you go have multiple inspections done mm-hmm. for that space, which when you're doing stuff at the Mixon Business Center, you don't have to have anything inspected because you guys have so many businesses opening up that right. Fire Marshal just left 20 minutes ago for the last guy.
1: Yeah, so so it's all been inspected. Um, at Mixon, we have different types of tenants. Mm-hmm. We have what's called a virtual tenant, which is what you were talking about with yep. the local. And those are... People or businesses that are starting out, but maybe they want to work out of their home or or they're just needing a, a business mailing address, yep. and we can offer that. And it's only $20 a month. Mm-hmm. And so you would say that your mailing address is our actual business address. And the mail comes, we sort it. We have a, a mail slot for you. You can come in during the week, You know, pick up your mail, mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, we have actually, let's see, in the last... Three months, I think you can tell COVID is starting to uh, turn the other way because I've actually had like five or six different companies come in and sign up to be virtual tenants. So it's starting to grow again, which Mm -hmm. is great because it means small businesses are growing. And if you don't know a lot about small businesses, small businesses make or break your city. For sure. I mean, they are so vital. That's where you get your
0: culture from. That's where you get your local flavors from. That's where you get your local fashion from. Like, yeah. Yeah, without that, you're just in like a boring Des Moines, Iowa, or Where, Where's Des Moines, Iowa, Ohio? That's how amazing of a place it is. Des Moines, Idaho. That's Boise. Wherever Des Moines is is well, very boring.
1: I don't know. Someone's going to be googling that as they listen to you Get talk it. about it.
0: Come at me. Let yeah. Me try to prove me wrong. You're
1: going to be doing a, a geography. Local podcast. That's pretty, I'm pretty
0: sure it's in Iowa. Yeah,
1: well, so they have all these small businesses, and then they need somewhere to do it. Now, some of the businesses that are with us are actually located in the Mix and Business Center, mm-hmm. and it's actually nine thousand square feet.
0: Yeah, that's, some, that's huge. That's a big old footprint.
1: Yeah, there's like fifteen offices in there for rent, and we actually have tenants in there right now. And we have uh, some counselors. Mm-hmm. We have uh, some home health health uh, agencies. We have an attorney's office. Um, so we have tenants in there. And people who rent on are an inside tenant for Mixon um, come with us because they want to start their business. They don't want to just do it out of their house anymore. Yeah. Or they never did do it out of their house. But they've got their business. They've got their goals. But they don't have the money just to go out and rent some storefront and yeah. run with it.
0: Because that is... Ugh.
1: It's a lot of money. It's a lot. There's deposits and there's, you know, everything involved. But inside us, with us at Mixon, you get an office, Mm -hmm. basic furniture if you need it. You get utilities. You get Wi-Fi. You get internet. You get... Copy machine, you get conference rooms, you get everything you could need to start up your business. Fax
0: machine too, don't forget fax machine. Do you
1: get your fax machine? (laughs) Even though
0: I don't know who's faxing stuff back and forth.
1: Somebody actually came by to fax today. So they still use it. All right. Yeah, it's still Mm -hmm. used. Um I would just scan it and email it, but people still fax it and airdrop
0: it or whatever.
1: So it's it's everything you could need to get started. Mm -hmm. And the you're going to spend anywhere from two seventy five to four hundred a month, depending on the office space. That's not bad. It's not. It's it's very reasonable, and you have the library with us that has information on how to grow your business, mm. how to start your business. That's available to tenants, and it's all right there in one spot where we have a uh, keypad with your own personal code to get in, so it's safe. Yep. Um, we've had people come in looking, but. They weren't ripe for the space because they needed a storefront. So this isn't a storefront. Yeah, it's not like a retail space right. or anything
0: like that. We
1: do have outside tenants in our plaza that are retail businesses mm-hmm. that needed a storefront. And that's actually, um, we have a couple of barbershops. We have a, a bakery um, that rents from us. 211 actually rents from us. Yeah. So there's lots of businesses in our plaza that needed more space. They needed that freedom for people to come and go and um, grow their business from right there our hope always at mixing especially with our inside tenants is they come they start with us and then they outgrow us yeah that's and they what they get to move that's on that's how you know
0: you guys are being successful if you're, right. if you're getting these birds in the nest and watching them fly away then you're being rad right. bird parents <laughs> that's what we
1: are bird parents that's what you got
0: yeah put that on your business card like <laughs> official bird parent
1: that's what we're gonna put on there the local called us yep Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's amazing how these businesses come in and they grow and then they move on.
0: Dude, some of the ideas that come through there have got mm-hmm. to be incredible. Like, I've seen just the people that call me and say I've got an idea for a business, which right? I feel like it's way too many. Like, I don't have any money. Like, this is not Shark Tank, guys. Like, I am very much like, yeah, that's sounds like it could work or mm, I don't know. Like that seems crazy. Have you thought through all this? But like a lot of it, knowing, knowing there's actual places that have background and helping Mm -hmm. streamline that process. Rather than them having to call me and be like, oh, "That sounds terrible," like yeah. I'm out. Yeah, I'm just you
1: don't want to crush the dream. You want someone else to encourage the dream yeah, in the best 100%. way possible. Yeah, we have people who will come in. They'll stop in. They'll come by, and they'll say, "Okay, this is what I need." And you know, we help them as much as we can. And if we don't have the options that they need yeah then we like the rest of the Saliba center refer mm-hmm. you know if you need this you need to talk to this person at the city you need to talk to this person at the chamber you need to talk to this person at the entrepreneurship council whatever it may be but it's not um, like you're
0: just saying call them like you're actually you mm-hmm. guys have the relationships you have the infrastructure right. built up where like you can say call david at two mm-hmm. and one or call walter at um united Good way, way yeah. and like
1: we, you know, we have those relationships. And now that, that things are starting to uh, return to normal or whatever our new yeah. normal will be, um, it's much easier for people to, to get out and about and look around. Um, it's easier. For, we're starting back up. The Entrepreneurship Council is with the small business classes. They've already held two, and they're holding another one um, on the 25th, I believe. And it's always centered about... Um, how to start, how to grow, yeah. how to provide for your small business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything at Mixon, we have, like I said, those conference spaces. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not a tenant, but you're having a meeting or you need a space to have a meeting, we can rent you a room. Sure. To have a meeting at a very reasonable price. And, you know, we have a projector. We have, um, you know, things set up if you're trying to do a training and stuff like that. Um, so so we try to make sure no matter where you're at in the sleep Center, if it's an option that we can give to you, mm-hmm. we're going to make that happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's the other thing, too. is like If you, you're not doing it, nobody else is going mm-hmm. to. Like, nobody's going to have the initiative to. I say nobody. Like, eventually somebody probably would, but think of all those things in the that go by the wayside because that entity's not there to help them along
1: exactly and the and the best thing is it's all under one roof yeah you know this like i said sleeper center has been around a while and it's a big organization but like all the other nonprofits, it's hard we rely on grant funds Mm -hmm. for the majority of the services we provide um we're grant funded we, you know, part of my job is going to be working to do some fundraisers um, to get some funds in. I going to say,
0: four hundred bucks a month for rent for a business on the high end, yeah, is not going to pay for fifty some odd employees a month.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it, it is so not. Yeah. But you know, the, the grants, um, you know, keep us going, keep the programs going. Mm-hmm. Uh, donations keep us going. You know, a lot of people are always like, well, what can I do? Well, if you can donate, that's great. Sure. You know, donating is awesome. But if you can't donate your, your money, can you donate clothes? We have a boutique for people that are going into the workforce and they might not have appropriate clothing. Yeah, and we or have, even
0: interview outfits.
1: Exactly. So we have a boutique full of that stuff, men and women's, various sizes. If you've got stuff like that, you can donate it. Yeah, um, You can donate your time and be a volunteer um, you, if you wanted to you know even though parents don't have to pay for diapers in early head start but if you wanted to you donate, donate them, them. Yeah. there's so many ways that people can can help um help us to make sure that we are hitting every mark we can for sure and helping everybody we can
0: that's awesome i mean how um what's the easiest way for people to get in contact with a saliva center if they want to support or um, volunteer or whatever right.
1: Well, um, our website is actually SalipaCenter.org. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go onto it, it's old. I am in the process. I've got a company working on it. We're revamping the website. <laughs> right. But the information's good. Sure. It's, it's an older website, but the information is good, and it tells you how you can vo- uh, volunteer, how you can donate, all of those things. Or you can just call me. Yeah. If you've got questions and you want to just talk to me, you can reach me. My number's 334-836-0217. I'm at extension 208.
0: Keep it between business hours, everybody. Yeah, if you mm. call after hours, you're, you're just, just going gonna to get voicemail. that
1: voicemail, and I'll have to call you back the there next day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you can call me. I'm there Monday through Friday. And you know, if I can't get the answers you need, I guarantee I know somebody else within our center who can. Right. Um, and if you're looking for services, you can walk in to the Lafayette site. Mm-hmm. You can walk into the Mix and Business Center site. Um, just walk in. Tell us what you're looking for. Yeah. And again, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that if we can't provide it, we know who can. For sure. It's easy. Easy peasy.
0: That's what they all say. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I really mean it. That, I mean that (laughs) all the different things you guys offer, it just really, I mean, it's one of those things that like, if there's no reason to do that Mm -hmm. without it being under one roof, like it would be almost impossible to have all those programs independently funded and independently operating like it just seems like a lot
1: yeah, it, 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 and
0: but to be able to do it under like one entity it seems like mm-hmm. ties everything together you have one point of contact for mm-hmm. all of it and it, it's it
1: is amazing you can walk in and say okay this is my i need to get uh my ged and job training and mm-hmm. we're like okay we're going to take you here we're going to take you here we're going to help you get that and as long as you do the work, this is going to happen for you, yeah. and we're going to help you along the way. Or you come in, you're like, I need child care, and I need help with prescription drugs. We're going to be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different things that can happen. And no matter how many issues or problems you're having at that time, chances are it's not going to be something that has not been seen in our sure. doors.
0: Can um can employers just reach out directly to you guys? Yeah, for...
1: they definitely can. If, a, if an employer is sitting here and they're like, oh, I, I would love to be hooked up with the Career Center, yeah, you can call them directly. Their number is 673-3606. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia is the coordinator over there. She'd love to sit down, talk with you, and get you set up with her as a referral source. Yeah. Um, if you want to come out and look around and check it out, you're always welcome to set an appointment or just walk on in. Um, you know, right now there's a lot of training going on. Mm-hmm. There's this program, it's called A Reset, and it's actually for individuals who receive SNAP or food stamps. Mm-hmm. And they're coming through these these trainings and it's multi-week where they get um, all kinds of trainings, not just on jobs, but um, on how to deal with stress and anxiety, all kinds of trainings. Everybody needs that. Yeah, tell me about it. We actually had a training last week on stress, and I I went and sat in on it because, you know, some things you just need to know.
0: Yeah, I didn't have any gray in my beard this time last year. And now I'm like... Yeah, that was one of the things
1: they're talking about is, you know, with COVID, there's this huge level of stress that everyone carries around now. Sure. Um, So it talks to them about how to do things healthy for themselves and their family. And, um, again, it's a a free program, and they come through, and they learn so much that, you know, when they get finished, hopefully that, you know, they have found a way to make their situation better for them. Yeah. Um, So, you know, if they're wanting to come out, they want to talk to people— anyone there be willing to talk to them and be happy to do it
0: that's awesome well thanks for coming in beth ford you want to do the top five real quick we just talk about you for a second
1: okay so um top five let's see top food yep hmm you know i gotta tell you anything uh cajun inspired is gonna be my top as a matter of fact friday this coming up friday We're going to have, I've started partnering with local food trucks Mm -hmm. to bring them out to Mixon. Yeah. And we're going to have a Taste of Louisiana out there. Oh, rad. And they're going to be out there serving lunch for people who want to come out and buy a good lunch and support a local small business. Um, So anything Cajun, I'm excited about that Yeah, that's perfect. I
0: actually made a Cajun chicken Alfredo last night for my wife, and it was delicious. I was pretty mad that I didn't make it for myself, but I had a steak instead. Oh, She doesn't eat red meat, which is fine. And... See, we I, just have
1: I would have chose that pasta any day over that steak.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I get down with some pasta, too. Yeah.
1: That Cajun food. Mm. So that's my favorite. My favorite place... Um, i've ever been let's see i love the beach don't get me wrong but i went out to austin texas a few years ago oh yeah dude and i had a blast in austin it's Austin's a, a
0: strange spot keep it weird yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun over there
1: it was fun and it was beautiful it's a very mm-hmm. beautiful place um so my favorite place of all times is to go to the beach but i gotta tell you austin is a close second out yeah. there hobby um i like to read and I, son, that's I, was, I
0: was looking at your tattoo a second ago yeah. I was like what is that and my husband like,
1: drew that for me it's uh books with the stargazer lily because that was my that's my favorite flower right and so he drew that for me and I took it over to dinosaur tattoo and they hooked it up for me
0: who did it over there Chris, Chris. Justin?
1: Yeah, yeah I do oh Chris does all my tats.
0: yeah I've got yeah. a jellyfish on my rib cage that he's yeah I gotta get him back on it's just been yeah too busy for all of us
1: I know Chris is so booked up. You, I, yeah, I you think he's booked him. till
0: Christmas now. He <laughs> usually is. I got a uh, hundred fifty bucks, uh, a hundred fifty dollar gift certificate. Yeah. For up there, I I actually have two of them because I don't actually give them away. I just take pictures of them and then email him a name for mm-hmm. whoever won it. Um, I think I'm gonna show up with both of them and try to get there. You go. I'll get Justin Odom to work on me or something <laughs> yeah, and do some sneak in. <laughs> yeah, do some weird back back alley horse trading. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do. I love to read. Um, it's hard to do when uh, my husband works nights. So,
0: are you? Uh, <laughs> do you read on a device or do you read straight up paper and ink?
1: I do both. Mm-hmm. there's one author she puts out two books a year yeah and I like to buy her books I like the paper book of her a lot of times I'll do a digital book because it's cheaper sure and I can just if I don't like it return it no it's big greener
0: deal. it's a little lower impact on the yeah. environment there's
1: yeah but now I love sometimes you just want to smell a book
0: for sure and like mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons that we keep doing the local like there's something about that tactile feel there's yeah. um, you can't hang a blog post on a refrigerator Unless you print it on yeah. copy paper and that's cheesy too. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's just something about like having that rough edge newsprint.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and that's, you, you think about that every time I stop into hots or I, mm-hmm. you know, stop in and I see the local, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to hold it because yeah. I want to read through it. I don't want to sure. have to look online. So I'm that I'm that way with a few books. Um, uh I definitely uh keep some authors going because when they put their books out they ain't cheap. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes I do want that. Paper I forgot. Coffee.
0: So I've never been a I've never been a big book person. I don't read no good. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> says the owner of a newspaper, that's not a exactly. good sign. Um <laughs> No, I've never been super big on books, but like what I've always been a fan of is like, art and photography and just different weird mediums like that. And so, like, over the last year or so, I've been buying a lot of art books and, like, mm-hmm. photography books. And, dude, that stuff is expensive.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Even
0: cookbooks are, like, 30 bucks a pop.
1: Yeah. I actually uh, wrote a grant at a previous job um, to help get an art book published. Mm-hmm. Um, Nall, who is an artist um, that's very popular in Troy and with Troy University, mm-hmm. uh, their International Arts Center um, has a whole wing dedicated to Nall. And he is from the area mm-hmm. and is well-known throughout the whole world. And I actually wrote uh, a grant to help them get his book published. And I did not realize exactly how much all went into the process till Ooh, I was writing yeah. that grant. It's, oh, yes. No wonder they're expensive. That's serious. Yeah. Um, Shopping. You know, I don't have a favorite shopping place or anything. Really? Other than if you count Amazon. Yeah. I'm I'm an Amazon person. I
0: get weird. I get like, obviously that's where I get most of my stuff that isn't locally sourceable. Mm -hmm. Like cables for podcasting. Most of my podcasting gear is from either Amazon or like. B and H photo, but like Amazon is one of those weird things where it's it's almost hard not to spend money there.
1: Well, there for a while it was the like. Well, yeah, when it you was the only thing down, you could do. Yeah. yeah, you went on Amazon. I saw somebody put a meme up, and they're like, "You don't need anything from Amazon today," you know. And yeah. I'm like, "I've already got things twice from yeah. there today. I did need something."
0: Yeah, I um, actually have a charging station for my watch queued up to yeah. send out like i'm i'm not bad about it i just i go through cycles where um yeah i won't spend money for a long time and then one month i'll be like all right here's three thousand dollars going into podcast gear or like yeah here's x amount going into video stuff or camera stuff or whatever it is but typically i try to make it uh at least look like it's for the business no i'm just kidding Most of it's all reinvesting in the business.
1: If you ask my son, he's going to say, for me and his daddy, it's Lowe's because he says we go there every weekend. But when you own a house, you find yourself somewhere at Lowe's, Home Depot, Home Goods Store a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: Like Bonnie and I, we won't go, we don't go a week without going. We'll make a lap at Target. Mm -hmm. Like we'll go, that's what we call it. We're just going to go run up there and make a lap. And it's like, you go to get coffee at Starbucks. Wander around. <laughs> She'll buy some things from like a little teacher center at the front, where it's just like little yeah, kid the two stuff. three dollars, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll roll around, and I'll stop and look at GoPros for a second. and Be like, yeah, I've got a bunch of uh, Target gift cards. I could just get a GoPro a new GoPro for like two hundred bucks. And then she's like, Well, what do you need another one? I've, we've got five on the kitchen table. I'm like, Yeah, but this one is different. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, yeah, but I don't care.
1: You already got five. Yeah, I'm totally with her on that one. It's
0: uh, yeah, but this one <laughs>
1: you're so not gonna win the argument. This one's
0: different. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: My favorite event, yeah, an event. Um, I don't know. I've ha- I've been I've been to concerts. I've been to weddings that were huge oh, yeah. events. I've been to so much, and I will tell you, my favorite concert I ever went to was Bruno Mars. He is a true... I have
0: heard... True
1: showman. Yeah. I mean, he does... He didn't leave the stage. Yeah. Like, his band... And, and high his, energy the whole time. Yes, Now yes. And I was very sad. I had actually had... Because um, I like all kinds of music. I actually had tickets this past August to go see Zac Brown Band.
0: Okay.
1: Of course, it got canceled. Well, sure. Due to the COVID. And so uh, so that ticked me off. But um, I, I don't like to do those things often just because... I'm not real big on crowds.
0: Oh, me neither. Yeah. Which is weird because my business yeah. is like,
1: I get everybody
0: out in the same spot. And like, I'm the whole time like, what if everybody runs in one direction and I get trampled? Or like, <laughs> my brain just doesn't work. With, What's this? It's
1: just not that. It's just like, I'm one of those people when I stand in Walmart, don't come up on me. You know, let's yeah. have some, even before COVID, let's have some space. Oh,
0: for sure. You know, um, yeah. so, don't, and don't bump into me yeah, unless so, you're ready to talk about it.
1: Concerts are, are a funny thing for me. Um, you know, I went and saw uh, Kevin Hart do a show in Birmingham a few years back. Mm-hmm. Hilarious, because he is hilarious. For sure. And space was huge. Mm-hmm. But, you know... But it
0: was Kevin Hart. Yeah. So it doesn't so matter.
1: You didn't. It really wasn't that big a deal. You know, people weren't up jumping and dancing yeah. and everything. Everyone was sitting there laughing, so the space was great.
0: But there's a ton of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I like, I like all kinds of events. Um, in small quantities.
0: Yeah. What you guys need to do with, I don't know, I'm just going to insert myself into the the whole Saliba Center program, but it would be cool to do um, some of the early childhood stuff, Mm -hmm. get them involved with our Mardi Gras kids parade where they get to like deck out a wagon and then parents come drag them around. They, That's a lot of fun. That would be
1: a lot of fun. You know what? I'll pass it on to Lynn.
0: Collins trot still over there at Hippie?
1: Nope. Collins, you know, Collins over at Wallace now. Oh. Nancy Brown runs uh, the Hippie Department now. And she's a a former teacher Mm -hmm. um, that moved over
0: to this.
1: Um, But yeah, Collins went to, I think she's still at Wallace.
0: Yeah. She is a huge part of our kid parade and dog parade because they bring yeah. probably at least 12 paws out every, every year.
1: Oh, I could never bring my dogs. They're not, they're not people dogs. Yeah. They're they, they would, like,
0: they're just your kind of people dogs yeah. and anybody else. Well, they're, they're kind wild
1: of this... and they have no boundaries. Oh, and no. You know, you think, Oh, that's cute. But nah. not when you see my three coming at you.
0: <laughs> yeah. My dog is like the least interested. Like my mom came in the back of the hat, like knocked on the door, came to the back, came through the back door and, like, my dog was still asleep on her bed, like, at the foot of our bed. And she was like, Sasha, where are you? And she just, like, looked around and was like, "Nah."
1: Ours are all open to the business. We have a ring doorbell. And every time the wind blows too hard, the doorbell oh, goes yeah. off. And a not matter. That's they it. just set it off, all three of them. Um, so, yeah, so um, I don't have an event. I don't have a, I've had some really good events, some really ones, but... Really great ones, but um, I keep waiting for my favorite event to be when my husband surprises me and takes me to St. Lucia. All right. But he hadn't done that yet, so I'm just leaving that slot open. I
0: was going to say, drop him a link whenever I send it to you. Yeah. I'm um, like, here, you should check this out.
1: I don't have to drop him a link. I just look at him and say, say like,
0: post-its all when over are the fridge. you going to
1: take me? And he just laughs like I'm playing. I'm not playing.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, just take some money out of the account and roll out. He's like, look, I asked you to go with me, but... You didn't seem interested, and I had to get there.
1: Everybody's got stimulus money coming, right?
0: That's right. Hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I appreciate you coming in today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I uh, I was glad to share the message, and I hope people have a better idea of what we do. Yeah. Because um, it's, you know, there's so lie. much more. Yeah. It really is.
0: Well, yeah. If you guys want to get involved, hit them up, salibacenter.org. Mm-hmm. Um I'll, uh, I'll leave Beth's personal phone number in the description so you can call her at all all hours. Yep, give me a call. Night. Um, but yeah, thanks, Beth, for coming in. Thanks for in having and, me. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Yeah, and you know, I guess I can hit up Spectrum later if we're going to change providers and That's get right. Billy to come over.
0: Shout out Spectrum Cable for jumping in here <laughs> unannounced. It's all right. No, it's, it's just very rare that we have visitors up here that yeah. aren't scheduled mm-hmm. because A... Uh, with all the construction going on, it's not the most convenient place to yeah. go to. And, yeah, usually it's pretty quiet around the office.
1: Yeah, it's going to be funny when I leave here and I call my husband. I'm going to be like, Billy came by and he didn't even recognize me. Yeah. So he's going to give him a lot of trash.
0: It's like seeing a teacher out of the classroom. You know yeah. what I mean? When you're a kid and you go to the mall and you're like, what are you doing here? I didn't mm-hmm. realize. It's almost like cartoon characters. Yeah. Like you only exist in one setting to certain people, which is weird.
1: Yeah. I know because I'm like, you know, that's we're real people too so yeah. we we get out and we we see people and and you know or if you're out at a at a restaurant and and you're having a glass of wine and that kid's like this person taught Ooh. me this and you're like I'm still an adult I can I can do what yeah. I want yeah
0: like I taught you this like which means mm-hmm. I know it which means you're probably not going to see me taking yeah. like shotgun shotgun and a bottle of wine exactly you know I mean? i'm
1: gonna have some some class about what's yeah. going on yeah
0: shotgun the wine behind closed doors there you go there you go well thanks for coming <laughs> in today and uh yeah i look forward to uh seeing what all the saliva center has going on for for the future
1: yeah we've got some some cool things going up and like i said if you go to the website it is being revamped um go on there the the information's good but we are getting a a Much better website, mm-hmm. um, in this, and the, they're actually working on it now, so I'll be excited when that's up and about. And, um, it's got contact information if you, you know, couldn't remember it, or if you, you know, forgot where you wrote it down, or yeah. you can't get uh, the access to this. Um, but go on and, and find out some stuff.
0: Awesome, well, thank you, ma'am. That's uh, I will right, we'll see you guys in a week. That's episode 167 with Beth Ford from the Saliva Center. Um, check them out, follow them on all the social medias that you can find them on and, uh, yeah. Write them some checks. 50 employees. Yeah. Pretty, that's a steep number. Yes. That's way more than I got. <laughs> way more than I want.
1: <laughs> Business grow. That's it.
0: If you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local or Hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean.